excited to be with you today as we study God's Word. If you've been with me lately, you know we're talking about the Beatitudes from Matthew chapter 5, where Jesus said, if you be this, then your attitude and actions will follow. It's far better to live from the inside out than it is from the outside in. If we're living from the outside in, then circumstances, situations, people, all kinds of things can take away our joy and take away our victory and keep us from being what God wants us to be. But if we're living from the inside out, then it makes a difference. We're talking about that, that Jesus said, blessed or happy or approved is, are the pure in spirit, for they will see God. And when we have that purity of spirit, we can see him. And it's not talking about physically with our eyes, because nobody sees God physically. Moses came about as close as anybody, and God passed by him, but he only got a glimpse. But the Bible says that we can all see God spiritually. Somebody one day asked Helen Keller, who was blind and deaf, isn't it terrible to be blind? And she responded, it is better to be blind and see, what you, see with your heart than to have two good eyes and see nothing. She was talking about spiritual vision, and that's what we're talking about here if, if we are pure in heart, we can, we can see God. We can experience God, and we can see what beyond our physical eyes, and we can come into a, a glimpse of him, knowing him. It starts when we see our sins and confess them and ask Christ to forgive us. That's why he talks about poverty of spirit, mourning over our sins, and letting God bend us into the way he wants us to go. And in his word, he speaks to us as we come to him and we begin to see him. We begin to know him. We see him in his word. We see him in creation and the glory and wonder of that which he's made. We see him in the circumstances of life as we face different things. We see him in the lives of other people who show us his love and graciousness and spirit. We see him daily in little things as well as the big events if we trust him. There's a singleness of purpose that comes to us as we begin to, to look for the Lord daily in our lives and watch him as he works and as he ministers to us. Some years ago, an uh, American singing group was performing in Russia and on Christmas Day. They were in the city of Leningrad and they attended a service at a Baptist church there and this was before the, the communists uh, lost their hold. Of course, they're back in control again now, but pretty much, but anyway, one of the ladies was Rhoda Boggs that was in this group, and she was a member of the cast, of the opera cast, singing, singing and playing. Afterwards, as she sat in the lobby of her hotel, she was very emotional about the experience she had at, the, at that Moscow, I'm sorry, at Leningrad Church. She said, I'm torn to pieces. I've been going to church since I could walk, but I never sensed the presence of Jesus like I sensed him today. He was there. He was out in the open. He was plainly written in every face. She told about the service where the people stood and sang as they left, God be with you till we meet again. She said those Russian Christians waving their white handkerchiefs and singing, tears running down their faces. She said it was the most moving experience. I sensed God. I saw God. I experienced God more than I ever have in all of my life. And that's what happens when we have 
a pure heart. We can see God and other people could have been at that same service and seen nothing because their hearts were not open to see and they were not ready to receive what God wanted to do. Anna Mae Pinnaca was blind from her birth and at age 47, she met a man and fell in love and got married. And, excuse me, for the first 15 years of their marriage, he did the seeing for both of them. He couldn't see very well, but he could see some. And then he completely lost his sight. She had never seen anything. In 1981, uh, Dr. Thomas Pettit of the University of California performed surgery on her eyes, and she could see. Now, Mrs. Pinnaca saw for the first time. She could see the people she loved, her husband, her friends, and the world that God had made. She had 20-30 vision, good enough to pass a driver's test. But what's really sad is Dr. Pettit said the surgical technician techniques available for that surgery that could have opened her eyes went back all the way to 40 years earlier. She could have lived 40 of her 62, she lived 40 of her 62 years blind. And it didn't have to be that way. She could have seen, but <clears throat> she didn't know of that, that that was available for her to see. And that's the thing when we begin to see that as we have a pure heart and we're right before God, then we can see that's why Jesus told Nicodemus the religious leader of the Jews so long ago. He said, you have to be born of the spirit if you're going to be able to really see. It takes a radical new birth to open up your heart and your mind and make you a new person. And then you can begin to see God as he really is. And as we do that, it makes such a difference in the way we live, live our lives on a daily basis. So let's seek to be pure of heart on a as God enables us to do that day by day. And then he said next, approved, blessed, happy are the peacemakers, for they, for they shall be called the children of God. In our world, the highest honor and esteem are usually given to war makers, not peacemakers. But the pure in heart become a purifying force seeking to bring peace in, in, them, in the people around them and among people and in our world. You see, the people of Jesus' day were not concerned about peacemaking. They hated each other. They sought to hurt each other. Strife was everywhere in America today. I've never seen a time when America's so divided. People hate each other. They hate other people. They're always trying to get at each other. And someone's pointed out in the last 4,000 years, there have been only 300 years of peace in the world. All the rest of the time, some Somebody was fighting somewhere. But Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and he urges us to be peacemakers in our world. And there aren't very many people doing that. It's easier to, to fan the ashes of ancient feuds than to stop trouble. Are you willing to be a peacemaker? It'll probably cost you, and you'll probably pay a price for it, but it'll be worth it because it'll be life-changing for you and for those around you. And we're going to pick that up tomorrow and talk more about it. I hope you'll be with me. God bless you. Have a great day.